welcome to the Actually Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Onstad. Today I'm going to talk about sensory issues and meltdowns. Many autistics have very sensitive sensory apparatus and feel physical pain when subjected to fluorescent lights and the background buzz of electronics. This is one of the most difficult aspects of being autistic, as allistics almost always refuse to believe autistics who report their discomfort. Not surprisingly, it is difficult to work or study in an environment with painfully bright flickering lights and loud buzzing noises that never go away. There is a new label called the highly sensitive person, and it's not always associated with autistics, nor is it always associated with physical sensory issues. Sometimes it refers to someone who is highly sensitive emotionally, and I want to be clear that autistics can be highly emotionally sensitive as well. It is also true that allistics can be highly sensitive too, in any sense of the word. However, the sensitivity that I am talking about today is sensory. Many autistics report feeling assaulted in environments with artificial lighting and discordant sounds. For example, if I am someplace where I can hear two different pieces of music being played at the same time, it's very stressful for me. I can't relax because my brain keeps trying to follow one song or the other and it can't. I begin to feel physically tired and overwhelmed. The same thing happens to me around most artificial lights. Long before I knew I was autistic, I knew that I could focus better in school if I sat near the window where I was closer to a source of natural light. Many autistics wear headphones or other noise-canceling technology to avoid sensory overload. It's a very useful technical adaptation. Other kinds of sensory overload can be brought on by socializing. This is why even after an event that we enjoy, autistics often need a day or two to recoup. If we do get sensory overload and can't retreat or recoup, then that can lead to a meltdown. Meltdowns are usually an emotional explosion that you cannot control. They can happen in public, in which case they are embarrassing, but can also be very dangerous to the autistic if other perceives that meltdown as threatening to them. I have had my share of meltdowns, and they were both embarrassing and bewildering. Now that I know what causes them, and because I am currently fortunate in my life circumstances, I have been able to avoid them for the most part. Now, when I start to feel even a little bit overwhelmed, I retreat and rest as quickly as I possibly can. I'm also much more careful about the environments that I subject myself to. If you see someone else who seems to be on the brink of a meltdown, you can engage them in a quiet, gentle conversation and help them find a less punishing environment. If they are in full-blown meltdown, take their concerns seriously protect them from others, and try to help them find a quiet space with natural light or very low light to help them find their footing. Now it's time for my comforting words of the day. It's okay to cry, no matter how old you are or what gender you may be. Crying is part of what makes us human beings, and it's a valuable skill. And hopefully this makes you laugh and not cry. Here is your joke of the day. To be clear, I do not write these. I steal them fair and square from anonymous lists on the internet. I have a fear of speed bumps, but I am slowly getting over it. (laughs)
And just a reminder during this autism appreciation time that if you want to support autistics instead of, you know, putting a bunch of money into a dubious organization, uh, first of all, find a, a good organization, but even better than that, find an autistic and support them. Support them with your words, support them with your actions. Give them a job. Let them stay in a job. Even if they seem a little quirky or different than anyone else, even if they don't like to go to the company get-togethers, even if they don't want to go to meetings at all, do they do a good job? Can you rely on them? I guarantee you they are trying to do a good job. And they aren't avoiding fitting in just to get attention or make your life hard or something. Oh gosh, all right. I'm almost on a full-blown rant. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, jobs and autistics in another episode. Just uh, please, please, everybody, just listen to autistics. That's the best way you can possibly support us. Thanks for hanging out with me on this mini episode of the Actually Autistic Podcast. If you are interested in hearing more of my content and like Shakespeare, then you are in luck. I have two podcasts, one called There Will Be Body and another one called The Twelfth Night Podcast by Rose City Shakespeare. I wrote a book called A Midsummer Night's Dream Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia. And I'm in the middle of writing now a Twelfth Night illustrated handbook and encyclopedia i know that's a mouthful <laughs> give your books short titles if you can <laughs> and i'm also on a role-playing game podcast called shattered worlds rpg i'll be back tomorrow thank you for being actually autistic